Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What is up, Buff Nation? Welcome into DMVR Buff's Prime Time. We're presented by Illegal Pete's. Everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. RK is out, We're so here. the man is back. We're here, baby. We're What's doing up, it. It's a cold one in Studio B, so I get to rock my great <laughs> jacket that I got from my Christmas trip to Italy. I'm struggling to find your your Addy on Twitter. I should know better that it's Jake. It's, it's, it's Jake pretty DMV simple. Arts. Yeah, It's the easiest thing possible. <laughs> what a time to be alive, Jake. Yesterday was a fucking whirlwind yeah pretty crazy. holy cow end of an era like back to back to back yeah literally and many are saying buffs next dynasty in college football the door has opened i mean someone's got to become the next best coach in right. college football right right they're already there doing the commercials together exactly with goats exactly that's why we had passing the torch on the screen today oh man the synergy the synergy crazy what a time to be alive New year in college football. I love this so much. Man, um, let's just start with it right off the top here then. If you hadn't heard the news, you've been living under a rock, but Nick Saban is retired. The one of, if not the greatest college football coaches of all time, six national titles at Alabama. Yeah. Uh, of this era, you're you're hard to argue against him being the best. That's for sure. For sure. I mean, sent just hundreds of players to the league. Um, his coaching tree is... The right. tree itself is an acre wide. Right. Um, and it's a legit tree. Like the, It's yeah. not like the Urban Meyer coaching no, tree. No, 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 It's like, oof. After Kyle Or Whitman, even the Bill Belichick yikes, coaching tree. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> Another guy. I, that's what I'm saying. That yesterday, Pete Carroll, too? Pete Carroll. You Crazy. think he'd go back to college? No, he's done, I think. I think he's done, too. But, you know, we always say, like... I don't know, like that workload could be loosened with the college game. Um, USC does need some defensive help. <laughs> I mean, I do wonder where Lincoln Riley falls in all of this. He is on a slippery slope here after last year. Yep. I mean, he is one more bad year. Andrew's taking a step up to the Big, tw- yep. Big Ten. Whew. The crazy thing about college football is at any given time, there's really only like three legit great coaches. Right. The rest we're going to debate at nauseum because their stock's up and down. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that we're debating Dabo being a good coach right. seems insane. Yeah. But that's where we're at, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like Ryan Day being questioned and stuff. I mean, it doesn't take long for that to kind of pass, you know? And. Guys like Pete Carroll, guys like Nick Saban. I mean, Urban Meyer didn't leave that long ago, you know? Um, It is a big changing of the torch. Yeah, I mean, Bob Stoops, uh, Mac Brown's still hanging around, but, like, all these guys, um, it's wild. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, (laughs) there were multiple headlines and articles that Dan Lanning was on a plane to Tuscaloosa, Mm -hmm. um, that the deal was already signed, basically, and then late last it's night, uh, their 247 reporter um, tweets out that he's in Eugene. 
in Oregon. And then he puts out the hype video today. So it's not going to be him, it looks like. Who do you think? His buyout's also massive. Is it? There's some small yeah, ones out there. Yep. I saw his was the biggest of the bunch of the candidates who are in the mix, like at $25 million. Yeah. You know, man, I was saying this to you off air, but to me, when you move on from a legend like Sabin, it's very rare that you move on with a guy that has zero ties. Right. That you just clean slate. Okay, hey, that was a fun 15 years. We're going to move on with the best coach we can find. Yep. You're typically going after a guy that makes sense to be the successor and has some understanding of how that success was achieved, how things were ran, mm -hmm. so on and so forth. Um, Ohio State moving on from, you know, uh, Urban Meyer with Ryan Day is right. a perfect example there, or even Jim Trestle with uh, Fickle for sure. a year before, you know, Bob Stoops moving on from Oklahoma and going with Lincoln Riley. Those are kind of seamless fits. So first you'd say Tommy Reese. Is Tommy Reese up to the task? No, no probably not. Mm -mm. It's been, hasn't been long enough. He's not the guy. So then you go down that vaunted, Saban coaching tree. Yep. Kirby, no brainer to me would be the dream hire. I just said there's like three guys at any given time. I think he's one of those three currently. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know why you'd leave Athens for Tuscaloosa. I think Athens is a better job. I agree. Especially with how he's got that program humming right now. Okay. So then Lane Train. Fun. Be fucking fun, man. It would be. Pa pardon the cuss. They That'd brought in. Too many players, I think, at Ole Miss, though. They've spent a boatload of money this offseason. You presume they're just writing another check if right. Lane is even flirting with Exactly, exactly. Okay, well, let's keep going down that line. Sark. Sark. Boy. I, what Bama has and has built... I think is better and better positioned to have immediate success next year in the SEC. Right. There's going to be a smidge of an adjustment. Both programs return their starting quarterbacks. Yep. Ewers undoubtedly a better fit. Obviously. And I don't know, like, you know, Sark's a West Coast guy. You know, I think the dream yeah, jobs for him were more of Washington, USC than... Uh, so, I don't know. I, I think staying in Texas probably makes more sense. I don't see this deep connection to Bama. And then, I mean, Bill O'Brien, times past. Mel Tucker had a year there, times past. That's certainly not happening. Jimbo, I honestly think Jimbo could do well, but it's not happening. Right. Um, the, the, it's just way stock down. So then I don't know. Then you get into some other interesting candidates, um, you know, more well-known names. Dabo obviously has been the rumored successor for so many years. Would you do that? I don't know. Um, the guy doesn't seem to understand NIL, which or the would transfer be concerning, portal. or the transfer portal. Hell of a recruiter, though, and he's got those roots. And I don't know, man. And, I mean, who would you go after? Kalen DeBoer. Yeah. Who uh, they, of course, offered a hefty salary to come and be the offensive coordinator or i'm sorry it was his his offensive co they tried to poach his offensive mm -hmm. coordinator last off season didn't work out you just go after the man himself all the guy does is win yeah 
um, comes into Washington after coaching at Indiana. He was actually at Fresno State before, but uh, at Indiana, brought in Penix. Obviously, that Indiana team, they beat Michigan that year Penix revitalized a completely dormant program when's how when's Indiana football ever been good in our lifetimes that one season that's yeah. it man. that's it um so he goes to Fresno State goes 12 and 6 there then goes to Washington brings Penix along with them and they're in the national title game yeah, I, mean, I just think I mean look the guy has a 104 and 12 coaching record all he does is win. He's done it at multiple levels. Oh. I understand what you're saying with the connections to Saban, why you'd want to keep it seamless because, let's face it, and we're going to talk about it in the last segment today, all these players on Alabama are kind of free to be poached at this point, not yeah. just these players, yep. 24 class and beyond too. Uh, so, Glorious. But you get in, you kind of just got to, you got to, I don't know. You know when you know, and Kalen DeBoer just seems like a winner to me. And I think yeah. that if you have a chance, you got to take a shot on him. And it's enough of a step up. It's not much debating Washington versus Alabama's jobs. You no. can do that in some of these other cases, you know. Yeah, I, it would just be, I'd be pretty shocked if that's the direction they went. I, I mean, I definitely see that too. Um, trying to look at some other names. Dan Quinn's the guy I've seen thrown out there. Obviously, his experience was as DC with Florida. Um, how about Mike Norvell? I've never been too high on Mike Norvell. Obviously, proved me wrong with a really nice season last year. Um, that'd be crazy. And I mean, FSU would be in such shambles if that happened. Yeah. Such shambles. It'd be hilarious. You know, this was a program that had two coaches for, gosh, 40 years. Mm -hmm. You know, bowed into to Jimbo. Unprecedented success. Yep. And then now that job's changed hands, what, three times in yeah, five who was years? It? Willie uh, Taggart. Taggart. And then who was before Norvell? I can't even remember. They were irrelevant. Taggart right to Norvell? Can't remember. They were really down then. Yeah, they really were. And the ACC is in full flux. I could see it. You're losing Jordan Travis, right? Yep, he's done. He's done, Zoe. And, I mean, obviously the backups they had last year weren't great. Have they signed anyone in the portal? I don't I, I don't remember any, like, noteworthy sign. By the way, this UNLV kid story is crazy, huh? The quarterback. Uh, enlighten me. Georgia. Jason, oh, and he flipped. Yeah. yeah. Flipped to USC. I mean, we, we've just gone crazy. Like, kids, he's good, but he's not. I don't know what to tell you. Like, he's not that great. It, we're literally seeing what happens in NFL free agency where people are mm. just overpaying, mm-hmm. freaking out because these are Band-Aids. Yeah. Like, this is what the transfer portal is. It's fix your, we know here, obviously, it's fix your roster as quick as you can in the transfer portal. Yeah. That's what happens. Um, last name for candidates, and obviously we got to talk about it, Coach Prime. Yep, yep. No, I don't think he's leaving, and I don't think that's even like a. I don't think he's a Bama profile at this stage of his career either. And I think, I mean, I think a lot of these teams just don't have the vision and don't get it right. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I can't blame you. I have the fortune of being on this pod every so often, and. 
being able to tap in and really learning, you know, what's behind all that you might see on more uh, mainstream channels or social media and what, you know, there really is a lot behind everything that mm -hmm. um, Coach Prime does. But, like, it, it made more sense, like, Mississippi State last offseason to me. Well, like, we talked about this when the A&M job came open. Yeah. SEC is just different. You got all these boosters. Mm -hmm. um, you're obviously in the South. Coach is from yeah. the South, yeah. but it's different there, as we know. Yeah, so. and it's an established – I mean, you know – I think a lot of these programs would shut down well off, you know? Mm -hmm. For sure. Bama's definitely one of those. So, yeah, Coach Prime just doesn't make sense in, you know, what are you selling it on? A better conference? Okay. But, I mean, he can get those same recruits now. He's competing with Bama for recruits today. Yeah. Um. So what's the next appeal? Just to, He just has more freedom, freedom to operate, everything. I mean, so... Coach Prime doesn't make sense to me, and it doesn't feel like the um, doesn't feel like the Bama profile. No, and then um, Reef had the comment up above there, and it's something that we talked about last week in the last episode of the Coach Prime documentary. He's not one to uh, like assume a legacy; he's yep. Yep. one to build a legacy. That's right. Um, That's right. He also had this quote, uh, quote from uh, Coach Carl Reed at two four seven on Nick Saban's retirement. He said, I'm sad that we lost a legend who still had more to give, but the changing nature of the game intervened. We will see the stability of the players tested on both sides. The players at Alabama who are devastated in shock after losing the greatest wow. coach of all time and the players who will be shocked in the coming days when they lose their coach to Alabama. Ooh. When looking at both sides of the coin, you have to be a winner and understand clearly the responsibility that comes with that. You also must consider whether you can handle the moments of the stage you privately desire or the pressure of the monument that Coach Saban has established. That does not sound like a man interested in leaving at all. No, and Shadour's already, like, tweeting out. Exactly. recruits, I mean. But dude gets it like few others in the industry get it. Mm -hmm. And he's, he's not afraid to say the thing that everyone else is yeah. thinking. That's a tough fucking job following yes. Nick Saban, man. Yes. That's a really tough job. And I, like... Everyone thinks of Bama as this dynasty. They, they are. They are. And, you know, no one's taking away their history with Bear Bryant paired with what Saban's done. Arguably the best program in the sports history. It's two tenures, though. Mm -hmm. And it, it feels very similar to Nebraska to me. Well, two tenures. Where, like, a 20-year dynasty can end and, yeah, say it. They're too far apart. Like, like 40 years apart. Yes. Yeah. So, and Alabama, I mean, they and before were... before Saban, at, at growing up as a kid, I don't remember Bama being some exactly. powerhouse. No, they were good in, like, the early 2000s. Yeah. Like they went to They're some bad. BCS Bowls, mm -hmm. but then they were irrelevant for a while. Yep. And literally until Saban got there. Mm -hmm. And then he, I don't want to say built them up from the ashes, but he restored the greatness Absolutely. of that program, which right. is right. insane to do. Yeah. Like, he not everyone did does at LSU. Like, dude's he, just a miracle maker. Of course. Know? Um. And, yeah, I mean, once you take Saban away from Bama, yeah, it's it's a higher-rated job than Ole Miss, Sippy State, Vandy. Mm -hmm. I'd rank LSU above it. Mm -hmm. Certainly rank Georgia above it. Yeah. You know, it's not this, like, set-and-forget blue-blood program like Texas, USC, 
Oklahoma, they're just always going to be good. Doesn't right. matter. Yeah, Florida. Yeah, Florida to me Florida's is a better job. down too. Yeah, Florida's real down. But the upside of if if you're good in Florida, you're exactly you're you, like you're, good. I mean, yeah. Urban Meyer was king of college football. Absolutely, and I mean, you can do it at Florida. You can do it at Miami. You could do it at right. FSU. You right. know, there's right. a bit of dealer's choice and kind of, um, you know, depending on the moment, who the dominant program is in that state. So I don't know. I don't know. And if, you know, already Sar Lanning kind of getting out of the race, we we made cases for why Lane might not make sense. Mm-hmm. I think Kirby would be a madman to take that. Yeah. So then what happens? You're saying like it's going to be you, Jimbo? <laughs> if you go next year, I don't know. Is James Franklin an appealing name? I think I could see James Franklin taking that job. I, I think, could too. I think I think Franklin's kind of been waiting for like exactly. Can we get something better? Yeah, I mean he's at best going to be third place to Ohio State and Michigan next year, and then you got Washington coming in with Oregon too, mm-hmm. USC as well, and he's never been able to get over the hump. You can actually take a step up in the program you're coaching and your recruiting ability at Alabama yeah. over Penn State. It's an intriguing. Name. Yeah, for sure. And I think there's maybe a more clear path. Um, but, you know, I mean, yeah, and sure, we can argue the blue blood stuff I just said. And then there's the added factor of having to succeed Saban. Right. Like, it's never, it's, you're setting up, you're setting yourself up for failure. Mm-hmm. I, I thought Landing would be crazy enough to take the job. He just seems like that type of guy. Yeah, for sure. But uh, that South connection runs deep. Yeah, I mean, if he's out, then it's Oregon completely wide open. Oregon seems to be open. a good fit, and that's a tough program to get in a bidding war with. You know, like once the buyout was that fat, it's kind of like a... Well, and of all the Pac-12 teams going into the Big Ten, I think they're best positioned to actually compete next year. Yeah, they got the quarterback, right? They got the quarterback, they got the trenches. Mm-hmm. Um, They've always been able to get defensive talent. Yeah, it's true. Anything else on Saban? We'll get back to the Alabama roster here in a bit. This uh, is going to be fascinating, man, because I think as interesting as the Bama hire is, it's who they take and who the hire is after that. That's really yep, exactly. the big thing, you know? And I mean, you know, the hires made so much, so far, like A&M and what have you, hasn't been. Pretty underwhelming. Yeah. Yep. Not a ton of fireworks. But this is the job that could just shatter everything we've come to know, really, and just turn it all into a feeding frenzy. Like Coach Prime said in that tweet, yeah. um, the uh, the Alabama players are who we're going to talk about today, but once Alabama hires whoever coach they're going to mm-hmm. hire, we're going to be talking about that team's roster. That's right. Exactly. And if that team hires another coach from another program, we're going to talk about the next team's roster. So... Hire that would impact the Buffs most, whether it's obviously Coach Prime, number one. Mm-hmm. Cool. Number two, whether it's an opponent or like a roster that opens itself up to be poached. Do you have any leader in the clubhouse? I'd have to throw out Florida State, I think. Yeah. Um, which is scary at the same time because that job opens and you look at Coach Prime and you go, oh man, does he, you know, I know they turned him down before, but they've probably had a change of heart. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, that's a good point. That's so a good point. That one is up there. Ole Miss, similarly. Sure. There's some Mississippi Ole connections. Miss. Also, they've spent so much in the transfer portal. How many of those transfers would just open their recruitment back up? Right. And potentially now be someone you can approach as a buff. It's a good point. Also, isn't that like Lane Kiffin's sales pitch? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, guys, here are the dudes I just signed for Ole Miss. Here are their exact NIL deals. Like, match these five. <laughs> Lane would do that. <laughs> totally, man. Yeah. For sure. It's going to be fascinating. This is a move that is going to define this offseason, and we're going to be talking about the shockwaves from this up until August, for sure. It's just the shakeup we needed with all the conference realignment and 12-team playoff coming. Yep. This is just that extra little pinch of spice to really get us excited for a completely new paradigm shift in the sport. Uh, I will say one more thing. Um, we're still looking for a defensive coordinator. Yeah. And Man. offensive, I'm here. Well, and offensive, of course. But if this team still had Charles Kelly, I know. They would be raking in I these Bama know. players. I know. I know. It's true. It's really true. They still have a chance to. We'll get back to it. Shout out to our great friends over at Circa Sportsbook and Casino. Woo! The beautiful, wonderful Circa. Las Vegas' first adults-only casino helps out with that whole ID process. It's pretty simple over at Circa. It's a 7,000-square-foot casino with two levels. It's absolutely beautiful. Go check out Stadium Swim as well. Um, And one of the best sports books in Sin City. They got over 500 luxury rooms. If you're heading out to Vegas for Bronc, or that already happened. If you're headed out to Vegas for Avs Nights, uh, Pac-12 Tournament or Mountain West Tournament, book your stay with code DMBR20 for 20% off. And then also download the Circus Sportsbook app. It's available in Colorado. You can go to circusports.com. Circus Sports bets can only be made while physically located in the state of Colorado. Must be 21 or older. All rights reserved. Circus Sports Colorado encourages you to gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER or visit problemgamblingcolorado.org. Nice. There's some great names being thrown out. Um, I Who do you don't like? think it'd be crazy. Urb, urban like Jimbo. Urban Meyer probably works quite nicely. Yep. You know, you go with the proven, uh, proven what works. That's Fubo TV for you, man. Streaming on your PlayStation, Xbox, Roku TV, Smart TV. You'll find the app, laptop, cell phone, what have you. You can have it on the go. You know, the I'm always being sent on random grocery runs. I'm going out, picking up food during the big game. <laughs> Just put it on my. I don't care. I'm. I'm just. I'm watching games at all times. Mm-hmm. I'll be chatting with the neighbors. I'm just like watching a game. I'll like. I'll like cuss because someone's missed a shot and I had a bet on it. <laughs> Only at Fubo can you do that, man. Great streaming. They've got all the sports. Um, right now, it's really, really hard for sports fans in Colorado, in Denver, to have access to all their stuff. It's never perfect, but I think Fubo is giving you the best deal on that. Use our code right there, DMVR. You can watch Buffs basketball. Um, NFL playoffs are going to be on there. NBA, NHL, you've got altitude. That's not blacked out. It's been awesome, man. I'm finding all sorts of stuff. You can add the extra package. There are extra packages like Red Zone or getting in on um, having ESPN are very affordable. And it's a streaming service. You can cancel anytime you want. I had a friend just put his 
on pause for a minute because um so yeah there it's very user friendly they've been amazing to work with i highly suggest that check them out give them a try you actually can do a little uh week trial on them for free it's a great deal watch all your favorite college football nfl with fubo go to www.fubotv.com slash dmvr just like on the screen there and sign up for 15 percent off your first month of Fubo Pro, it's an awesome deal. Check them out. Beautiful, well done. Oh, thanks. Uh, we have a few shout outs today. Wow. Um, first off, shout out to Mark Pettyjohn uh, from Chinook Seeds. Bless he sent me all these sunflower seeds. How about That's that? Nice. That's yeah, really these nice. hatch green chili seeds too. You're a big sunflower yes, seed sir. guy. Yeah. So shout out to Mark. Um, what's your preferred setting to be non on those spitting <laughs> them out uh, at a football game at a football game okay that makes sense that makes sense have you yeah. been doing that in the press box for buffs games yeah oh hell yeah, yeah. you go oh yeah you go full ace ventura on that ass yes. just like covered okay i love this voice. i i gotta be prepared man Alyssa yeah. knows the whole deal dude i got a this is great up there. i got a full thing of water i got a mountain dew i've got those love um this. i've got I don't, whatever they have in the press box if we're on a road right, game. Right, incredible. I mean, I'm, I'm all set. Love this. It's a whole science. Yeah, no, as, as it should be, as it should be for a ball knower like you. Of course. Um, and then we have one more shout-out, actually. Um, if you want to pull up the tweet, Alyssa. Happy birthday Look to our boy, this. Onyx. Let's Look at that. Oh, Onyx. Happy birthday. Look at that. Holding the, the grape Olipop, too, man. Happy birthday to you. He turned seven today. Oh um, I think this is his mom, Shamari, who sent us this. Uh, she said five days a week, this boy hums the theme music to the top of his lungs <laughs> when it comes on. Uh, so happy birthday to you, Onyx. Thanks for tuning Amazing, in, man. Hope Onyx. you have a great day. What a legend. Look at that. Beauty <laughs> Hope you get all the Olipop you deserve, brother. Phenomenal. Wow. <laughs> all right. Uh, we, all the madness that happened in the football universe yesterday mm. and coach prime just delivers again. Another commitment, another SEC defensive lineman. He won't stop. It's 6'2", 303-pound Tarion Carter. Full-on nose tackles. Yes. Some real beef up front. Yep. Just what the doctor ordered. Yeah. Yeah, what are you hearing about Tarion Carter? Um, so we'll still need to dig in a bit, but just from uh, today... Looking at what he did last year, played in 12 games, had 25 total tackles, three and a half tackles for a loss, one and a half sacks. He tore his ACL in 2022, in spring football 2022, actually. So he missed that whole season, uh, was able to return to the field this year after missing a year and a half. Comes in, really returns to the level he was playing at in 2021. Um, in that season, he had 24 tackles, three TFLs, and a sack. Nearly identical sack, uh, stats to what he had this last year. Yeah. He was a 2019 three-star recruit, so an older player. He does have one year to play, and he's going to be doing it in Boulder, Colorado. The third SEC defensive lineman. For as big a guy as he is, it's impressive the kind of production numbers that he's got mm -hmm. getting into the backfield and stuff. I mean, they just needed more depth. They needed more size. And, you know, that's one of those injuries where year one when you come back, you're not going to be 100%. It's just hard. Yep. 
So you Alton. How much? Right, exactly. How much is his game going to go up this next season with a little more two years removed from the ACL surgery and everything? It's pretty exciting, man. Very exciting. Yeah. And I mean, he's the one, it's like the first 300 pounder they've gotten, right? Um, Bishop pushing two, 300. He's pounds. around there. I yeah. mean, Chidozier Nwankwo is around 295 mm-hmm. as well as what he's listed as. But those guys are much um, more else? like they're athletic penetrators. Right. He's and a Quinn bit Barnes. more of a pure space eater. Right. And right. Quinn Barnes Quinn is three fifteen. Quinn Barnes, no. That's a good call out. That's a good call out for sure. Um, but this team, man, what they've done, what Coach Prime has done to rebuild these trenches is pretty remarkable. Mm-hmm. Um, they just continue to roll in. We talked about the offensive line a lot already, but you can add in Keaton Wade, that's the edge from Kentucky. Uh, that's a 250-pound oh, yeah. edge. Yep, yep, yep. Um, we have yeah, Quincy Wiggins. Big. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about big. Quincy yeah, Wiggins. Quincy's huge. Quincy's huge. Yeah, now you have at least, you have a true, like, if you're going back to that three-man front, mm-hmm. you have at least a four-man four rotation. Yep, now. yep. So you needed that. Um, you've brought in three edge players. Yeah. Like, the you've got guys. I really like. Like Arden Walker coming back. He That's mm-hmm. an SEC guy, too. He was at Mizzou. Yeah, you forget that. So, I don't know, man. Like, this team, they have gotten so much better this offseason. Well, and you, you need a couple of these guys to really step up and be those dogs. Mm-hmm. And uh, Quincy Williams. Wiggins. Wiggins. Cronquo? Nuanquo. Nuanquo. <laughs> and... Uh, so I finally found the someone Kentucky worse at names guy, than me. No, I'm terrible. I'm ter- my memory's just horrible. And then, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a disaster. And then the Kentucky kid, I really like. Yeah, Wade, that's your Got boy. Keaton Wade. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, this team, I mean, we've talked about it before, but this team has just stepped it up in terms of recruiting. Last year, um, so yesterday on the show, actually, we were talking about replacements at linebacker, right? Because of what happened to DJ Lundy. DJ Lundy, yes. And we're reading through the names and they reminded me so much of the type of guys that they would have gotten commitments for last year. And it just shows how much they've improved their recruiting, how they're just getting a higher quality player this offseason. Yeah. Like they're not scouring um, guys. I hate to throw his name out there, but he just entered the portal today. Jaquez Robinson didn't see the field much at Alabama, was a highly touted recruit. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of what's left in the portal right now. Um, but they are going out, they're getting guys who were starting playing a lot of football in the SEC. Torian Carter actually flipped from SMU. He was going to SMU uh, as of yesterday. Coach Prime got to him. Is that a load hole? No, that'd be uh, Coach Sal. Coach Sal and maybe Warren Sapp. Who knows? I don't think he's there yet, but I don't know. Coach Sal likes the guy all in. Sign me up. I mean, this is exactly what we needed, though. Yeah. I Ideally, you'd have some just absolute beasts who can penetrate and get through gaps right at nose tackle, three technique, and all that. The next best thing is a guy like this who can just hold yeah, double yeah. teams and clog it all up. Yeah. These, I mean, you still need guys like this. Of course. but And, I mean, you know, his last two healthy seasons, he's got six and a half tackles for a loss. Yeah. For a nose, 300 pounds in the SEC, that's pretty good. Uh, Nicole said it was a lot of sap. So there you go. If he's out there recruiting right now, that's huge. Yeah, that's massive. And um, he's a Texas boy. He is a Texas kid. 
I guess the other thing, uh, just going back to yesterday and talking about the names in the portal, we just flips happen and we don't think about flips very often. Mm-hmm. Um, and every now and then you just get a surprise like this. Yeah. Just a, a beast in the transfer portal who flips. Well, now you're going to have two pretty big time rosters opening up. Mm-hmm. Get Unless ready. Let's go Jimbo. Let's go like someone who's already unemployed. <laughs> go Bob Stoops. Do you think he's done? Yeah, I mean, I think he should be done, but that doesn't mean he is. Right. He looks good, though. He does Still look working. good. Yeah. He was coaching in the, what, AAF or XFL? Right. Or, or USFL? Right. What, yeah, yeah. Any of the three? Yeah, one of those. I think it's USFL. AAF. Mm, okay, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. All right. Um, shout out to our friends over at Circle K. Our great friends at Circle K, uh, your one-stop shop when you're on the road for gas, snacks, drinks, whatever it may be, cup of coffee to keep you going. Oh, yeah. You can join they got their- sales on that. They do. Yeah. You can join their Inner Circle program. It's their free membership. Download um, the app. Easy to download. Just download the app, enter your email, phone number, and you're fully signed up. You get five, uh, f- your first five Phillips of gas are 25 cents off. You get yeah, five free Polar Pops. And every six free on several items, such as pizza, rollers, uh, dispensed beverages, donuts, and more. Circle K is just the best. It's always looking out there for you. Just when you need that little pick-me-up, whatever it is, Mm. they got you covered. Again, sign up, uh, download the app, or visit www.circlek.com slash inner-circle for more information. Boom. Nailed it. And as always, check out Breckenridge Brewery. Breck Brew, they've been with us forever. We have had plenty of Breck Brews, and they never disappoint. They always treat us right. Find a Breck Brew near you with their beer locator at breckbrew.com. You know, it's it's pick your flavor time. An Avalanche Amber Ale, Mile High City, uh, Broncos Country Pale Ale, a little fun slinger, maybe a good company, Hard Seltzer. They've got it. All for you. They are a Colorado company made with 100% renewable energy. And they've just been a delight to work for over the years. Check out the beer locator at breckbrew.com to find a beer near you. All right. So as soon as this move happened, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Shador Sanders tweets, eyeball emoji. Alabama players tap in. That's your quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Ellis, who has retired. He's not going to be playing for Colorado this next year. Uh huh. But he's been tweeting about how he loves Colorado now and all this stuff. He's a Texas kid. He tweeted out yesterday if you go to Alabama, why not come to Boulder now? And then how about big time, big seat? He finds Shador's tweet. Big seat. Quote tweets it and goes, especially if you on scout or second team, like, what are you doing with your life? You don't <laughs> love your folks, Slim? Come make history. <laughs> oh, man. I love this team so much. Big seat's just something else. I'd say first things first, big seat. Let's let's try to get those starters. You Absolutely. Know? Let's try to get those starters. Let's, uh, that'd be step one. For and then, sure. And then we'll get to scout team and second team. Um yeah, they're in flux right now. I mean, the portal opened for them for 30 days now. 
Um, they told them, I think the administration told them, wait 72 hours before you make a decision because supposedly, from what we've heard, they have a hire lined up and ready to go. But after last night, I'm not so sure because I think Dan Lanning might have been their guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I was hearing of uh, planes going from Athens to <laughs> Tuscaloosa, so maybe maybe they're trying to close in on Kirby. Well, and then someone told us in the office today, I think it was Tyler, the plane going from Eugene to Tuscaloosa last night was Kid Rock's plane, not Dan Lanning's. <laughs> Just insane. Um, yeah, pretty incredible. Do you have some guys you would target off that banner? Let's get into it. Um, as you said, may as well start with the starters, right? Yeah, why not? Um, so the first guy I think of, and I don't know how involved the Buffs were in his recruiting last year, mm-hmm. but they went after Jordan Seaton this last year, and the number one offensive tackle in the last recruiting cycle is Caden Proctor. Yeah. His recruitment was between Iowa and Bama. Mm-hmm. And Iowa basically wasn't making any promises about starting right away. And he's from Iowa. So he went to Bama. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, how much turnover could there be on that staff now to push him out? He had some struggles early in the season. And by the end of the year, like the SEC championship against Georgia, he was lights out. Um <laughs> He would he would be unreal. Mm-hmm. Proctor and Seaton would be unreal. That would be cornerstone. Two years at exactly. the very least. Yes, would exactly. Just be incredible. Would just be incredible. Yeah. Um, do so you, you have one to throw? Caleb Downs, yep, uh, freshman guy. safety that played right away. I mean, they have a lot of talent at safety. It's why Terry on Arnold, uh, one of their two star corners, the corner playing opposite Kool Aid McKinstry, actually. Um, was converted from safety to corner. They had too much talent, so he played um, corner, and both those guys have declared for the NFL. But Caleb Downs would be phenomenal. He was, uh, I mean, highly, highly rated coming out of high school and played really well year one for them. And then I'll throw out another name, Isaiah Bond. Yep. Wide receiver, scat back, all-around playmaker, when he got the ball last year, especially towards the end of the year, number 19, 5'10", 172, he really popped for me. I thought he was spectacular, and I think he's kind of like waiting to be their their breakout star at the skill positions mm-hmm. next season. Buford, Georgia guy. I know we've talked Buford, Georgia before on this podcast. Specifically when you're on. I don't know how that keeps happening, but... I'm just a Southeast guy, I guess, you know? Maybe you should go to Buford High School and start recruiting then. I could. I could. <laughs> um, you know, Italy is not the Southeastern United States, but it is more <laughs> South and East than where we are currently. It's actually, I think it's a little North. A little North. No fact. Um, all right. A few guys, a few other guys I'll throw out. Um, 2023 recruit Des Ricks. Uh, he went to IMG. We know CU has, I don't want to say they developed the IMG pipeline yet. Of course, that's where Jordan Seaton played. They yep. have Cash Cleveland, who was their starting uh, center coming in as a preferred walk-on. Mm-hmm. Um, Isaiah Solomon came in last year. He was the, the defensive captain there for them. He didn't yep. play. 
And we know Coach Prime has a relationship with that coaching staff. So I'd throw out Des Ricks. He was a four-star. It's a great one. Um, in Eli last Ricks' cycle. brother, did we confirm that? I couldn't we're find s- that. We were merely speculating. Yeah. We're just speculating. I mean, but we, I figured guessing, yeah. same last name at Bama. I but know. I don't know. You never know. You I never didn't know. dig too deep into it. You never know. Next guy I'd throw out is Richard Young. Played running back at Lehigh Senior in Lehigh Acres, Florida. Oh. Where Coach Cheney's from. Coach Cheney has brought in a lot of players to this program from that area. Uh, he's the director of player development. Richard Young just went there this last year. I don't think he played very much. Nope. So he might be a practice squad guy that see exactly big seat's talking to. Another guy I'd throw it out is uh, Jaden Roberts, red shirt sophomore last year. So I guess he'd have two years of eligibility remaining. Um, he's the guy who really came on at right guard last year. It's kind of his first year as a full-time starter, and he was dominant as a right blocker. Lots of left guards on the squad, mm-hmm. not so many right guards. This is the kind of guy you'd want to run behind. He's got offensive tackle size, just a beast. He really played um, amazing last year. So Robertson, another guy I'd watch for. Uh, oh, Xavier Robertson. in the chat says that's uh, his brother. Boom. Talking about um, we know both. Eli Ricks and uh, Des Ricks. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go straight to the 2024 class here. A lot of these uh-huh. guys have enrolled, already signed and stuff. Yeah. Um, but the buffs showed, specifically Cam Silman Craig knows him, Jeremiah Beeman. Uh, he came and visited on an OV this last year. Mm-hmm. He had the buffs pretty high in his recruitment. Ends up going to Bama. I don't know exactly how it works with these guys who just signed. I think yeah. you can be let out of your NLI. Um, Within that 30-day window, I think that does open back up. And, of course, we haven't even hit national signing day yet. That was yeah. early signing yep. day. So I yep. think that they, these guys can still work their way out of their NLIs. I'd throw out Caleb Odom, too. That was a four-star tight end. I think the Buffs had some interest there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you look at their corners, obviously. Uh, Zabian Brown, that was a four-star out of modern day. Jalen Bakwe was out of uh, Alabama. Um, Xavier Mincy, that's a Daytona Beach kid in the 2024 class. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Um, yeah, I'm trying to... I don't see really anyone else that stands out to me unless you've got anything. Chat, let me know if there's a Bama player. Julian Sane, of course, I mean... He's the quarterback in their 2024 class. You yeah. never know. Yeah, um, I know. Quarterback's but. tough. I mean, Keon Keeley, the top edge that they signed from the 2023 class, I don't think he saw a lot, but highly rated coming out of high school, 6'5", 245 out of Tampa. So, um, you know, that's another guy just going off the rankings and rep who might be very intriguing. Uh, let us know in the chat who you want. If there's a, a player on Bama in particular, also hit that like button, guys. Yeah. Subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, and give us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Absolutely. I already kind of mentioned it, but we did have one portal entry today. That was Jaquez Robinson. He's a yes. grad transfer. Yes. Um, he must have graduated very, very early. Uh, he's got two years to play. Yeah. Must have graduated really early. How big of a blow? Mm, look, man, Jaquez, I I think we all wish it would have worked out better on the field. Mm-hmm. He just wasn't good enough. Um, 
And it's a bummer because I think a lot of people liked him. I liked him a lot, uh, talking to him just around the facility. When we had him on the show, he was great. Um, so obviously wish him the best of luck. Hope he lands on his feet and can uh, sh- prove that he's the type of player that he was coming out as a recruit, a four-star, pretty highly touted. Mm-hmm. So it just didn't work out here. Um, the Buffs have to get better at cornerback. Nothing personal, just business. Yeah. Um he had some of the toughest uh, stretches at that point. Yeah. Was the first player to pick off Bo Nix this year, though. He's got that to his credit. He does. And Bo kind of got him a couple other times. Yeah, he did. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I. It's also, like, of any position, corner and wide receiver are, like, the ones I feel best about. Definitely. So, totally. Definitely. You know. I think it'll work out for all parties involved, which I like. All right. I'm just scanning to see if there's anything else. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to see if this, if Vietnami and our, if the chat is just talking Vietnami or if there's any. Uh, uh, Lone Wolf says Jalen and Brockway would be awesome. That is the uh, 2024 corner we talked about. Are there any other names, Alyssa? Scroll up if you can. Kendrick Blackshire. Blackshire is an interesting one. Um, Haven't seen any other names. Yeah, I was going to say throw out Kwa Rasaw, the uh, Montgomery kid. Um, He's a linebacker, 6'1", 235, highly rated. He showed some flashes last year. Trying to is Kendrick Blackshire already in the portal? Yes, he is. He's the one that we talked about. I think we mentioned him yesterday. Actually, he entered the portal earlier in the week. So there are a handful of guys what, that have already entered the portal. What position? A uh, linebacker. Okay. Um. And then there was another. There's another O lineman who's commit who was transferring out, and his commitment's still open. He hasn't picked a new team yet. Uh, is it the center? Yeah, like center slash guard. That's mm-hmm. what he's listed at. Um, but I assume if they're kind of not in the mix now, it's not like the Saban thing changes any of that. Right. He was already like available. And right. So they could have. Um, Stay tuned though. Um, Twenty nine days after today that they've got Cat Daddy Club big news saying he will reach into his four hundred one k to get <laughs> downs. I we love that. Love the dedication. It, would be well worth it, Cat Daddy Club. Uh, people saying Blackshire is nothing special. That's kind of what I got looking at the stats and everything, too. Um. All right. Okay. You did it, Jake. We did it. Good um, job. I'm just making sure. I actually didn't check. We are good here. We are good. We're good. Okay. We're the questions. <laughs> okay. Awesome. What's up, chat? Uh, Angela, does Saban leave, leaving move Coach Prime to number two recruiter in college football behind Kirby Smart? I mean, it's definitely – Nick Saban was definitely ahead of Coach Prime just because of what he's done, obviously, at Alabama the last 17 years. But Coach Prime's been making a charge. Uh, he moves one spot, spot closer to the top, I think. Kirby Smart, though, I mean – Purely as a recruiter – do we not need to talk Dabo? 
Like I get Dabo hasn't figured out NIL or the transfer portal, but purely as recruiting high school kids, isn't he, isn't his track record pretty good? Uh, Kirby? <laughs> no, uh, Dabo. Oh, Dabo. Kirby, no doubt, is, I think he, he kind of, I think that's so, a great point from Angela. Like he takes over the mantle. They finished 12th um, in the purely 2024 recruiting rankings. Overall, they are uh, even further down, I think. 16th. That's factoring in the portal. So, man, just pure recruiting. Um, okay. I'm not going to say better or worse than Coach Prime, but like in the mix after Kirby. Mm-hmm. Lincoln Riley. Sure. I Dan, throw in Dan Lanning. Yes, and I throw in Lane Kiffin. Yep. I think it's James Franklin. Recruiting guys. Recruiting. Yes. Fits that as well. Ryan Day, I also think fits. Yes. Harbaugh, like maybe doesn't go after those high profile five stars all the time, but very good recruiter for his system. I think that's undeniable. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the top tier. And I think Coach Norvell's Prime, done pretty good too. Norvell, yeah. Um, Brian Kelly's. Sure. Hugh Freeze, hell of a recruiter. Josh Heupel's done pretty solid as well. Next tier, though. Right, right, right. He's not. Coach Prime's above those guys, yeah, I think. Like, yes, yes. He's like, oh, Coach Heupel was in this living room. Different tier right. of like. <laughs> of course, of course. Kirby visited? Kirby sat <laughs> yeah. there? You know, or Coach Prime? or, um, Okay, yeah, yeah. I think that's the top tier and then we're working with. Crystal Ball? Mm, I think that's just more the university. But he was doing this thing. Uh, like, as a recruiter. Yeah. Not a, not above Coach Prime, though. No, 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 no. But it, he's, he's solid. Next year. Next yeah, year solid. with the Hugh Freezes of the world. Maybe um, with Mac Brown and Rick Patino. Coach Prime locked for a top five, you think, though? Top five best recruiter in the country? In the mix. Definitely. In the mix. Uh, what's up, Jamel? Thoughts on Rex Ryan being spotted in Colorado this week? No cap. Oh, no. Have you heard this? What? <laughs> I know. I mean, wouldn't you kind of love that, though? I think they can do better. Sure. I mean, look, Rex Ryan is a great coach. but He's a great defensive coach. He is. But you need someone who could also recruit too. You, you get you, you got to replace Charles Kelly. Yeah, but he's like loud and bashful. Like I think that works on kids, man. It's like, look, I've I was born into it. I've coached this my whole life. Yeah. I'm with a bunch of junkyard dogs who've coached it and like lived this sport their whole lives. I've been on TV. You recognize my face. You recognize my name. Fair enough. It's like I. It wouldn't be I the worst. Think it's in the a world. pretty half decent fit. Scheme wise, him adjusting that three man front to the college game would be very interesting. Yeah. That is not a, he would have to adjust schematically quite a bit. Do you think Rex Ryan and Coach Prime mesh, though? It doesn't. Uh, it's a bit of an odd marriage. It's a bit of an odd marriage. I think yes. similar, you know, again, like love the sport, have been in it for a bazillion years, like have forgotten more about the sport than we will ever know. Um, 
I mean, Zion, we don't know that. The, like, you could say that about Warren Sapp, you know? You could say that about Coach Lodehole. Like, dude's been on ESPN and was the coach of the New York Jets. Like, you don't think he's going to impress some kids when he walks into a living room? Like, the common man knows Rex Ryan far more than Coach Kelly does, right? Like, that's true. Like, the name recognition does mean something. That is true. I guess I wouldn't be totally upset and I'd come around to it. I just think they could do better. Jim Leonard, I think, if that's their guy, that's the home run of home runs. Yeah, that'd be a good one. I do think, like, Brian Flores and even Lovey, like, there's a bit more. Sean does that. He was in Baltimore when Coach Prime was playing there. Right, end of the career, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so there might be a connection there. <laughs> also, like, you know, Colorado's a great place to visit in the winter. Um, mm -hmm. So there could be a bazillion reasons that he's uh, visiting. You know, yeah, I wouldn't read too much into it. Yep. Uh, we talked about Carter. Yeah. Uh, D-time with the Super Chat. Go ahead, throw it up. He said, stop giving commits pub before they sign, please. Like, man, um, people would be more upset if we didn't talk about the commitments. Yeah. And because one player <laughs> went back on his word doesn't mean that all these other players are. See, you just tweeted out um, DJ McKinney, the cornerback they got over the weekend from Oklahoma State. Like, they're, they're filtering in. Mm-hmm. Excited about it. You're don't let uh it. don't let one bad apple ruin the batch, man. <laughs> We're okay. Didn't Rex also come to Jackson State to visit Prime? I don't know. A lot of people went to Jackson State. <laughs> hey, I mean, he hosts a lot of people. He does. He hosts a lot of people. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I guess I guess now that I think about it, I'd be more excited about like Zimmerman. I, I just think if he was going to come, he'd already be here. Rex Ryan or Zim? Zim. They talked about him so much no, last time. I'm with season. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm just saying, like, if we're going with established NFL longtime vet who doesn't necessarily have rec proven recruiting shops, yeah, I'd prefer Zimmerman than Rex Ryan. It's a better match. Yes. Schematically, makes more sense for the – like, dude, that's a front four, like – Cover two kind of guy, right? Zim? Yeah. I I I think you were on, or I think it was Ryan, actually. But when we were talking about Zim last, I think of those double A-gats, A-gat blitzers. Yeah. That's what I think yeah. of when I think of Zim. Well, so then maybe that is that is tougher to find at the college game. Cover still, two, though, we can, we can teach college kids cover two. Yeah. We talk about, if you talk about Lovey, you talk about cover two a lot, too. Uh, so Might as well have invented. Lovey, Ken Norton Jr., Zimmer. That's not, that's not bad. That's Buff News uh, Weekly's list. Do you like our list from yesterday? Ryan's completely realistic risk. I didn't check it out. Oh, man. <laughs> Do I have a video to show you? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, no one's thrown out uh, Belichick. Belichick, D.C.? Why not? Right? Why not? Why not? Bring him in. Yeah, I could see it. Uh, Rex Ryan did come to Jackson, and Coach Prime had him speak to the team. All right. 
fun story. We'll see then. Maybe it's more realistic than I initially thought. Maybe. Maybe. Let's get that Bill Belichick <laughs> DC story buzzing. Let's, let's get going on that. Though. Could you imagine, though? Talk about goats, bro. How do you say no to a coaching staff like that? If it does, it's not going to happen. But if it did happen, Bill Belichick and Coach Prime sit in your living room, dog? How do you say no? I can't even imagine Belichick talking to a recruit, no. though. No way. Well, you don't come to Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Coach? Sorry. Um, you know. uh, D-Time with another super chat. What if uh, enemy came back as highest paid OC in FBS? He's going to be available. He's obviously got the connections. I just feel there's too much checkered past history. and yeah, It's just a lot. You'd have to... I guess not not explain, but you'd have to, well, I guess, just explain a lot with that move. Yeah. Um, now might be the time for Biennemi to make that kind of move. Um, I just, you know, obviously Colorado wasn't very high profile when he was the OC last. Yeah. Uh, and Ryan was one of the handful of reporters who was really like... There, man. I don't think people understand how ugly things got during that two-year tenure where Coach Embry is the head coach and Biennemi was the OC with, like, full say on everything, fired immediately after two years. Just a de the rare we gave you give Coach the presser after he's been, you know, yeah. it was a disaster. I mean, his, his daughter was, like, Heckling and arguing with the all-time disaster. And then, you know, there's some other... I've heard plenty about it. So, uh, <laughs> let's spare ourselves, you know? Like, why not save ourselves? Now, the, the fit would be seamless. And, I mean, the, there are a few other better advocates and examples on and off the field of what a competitive commitment to the University of Colorado means exactly. than EB. Um, so, you could certainly make it work. But yeah, those of us who can remember that stuff, there's definitely going to be some shit that's a little harder to move on from. Um, honestly, maybe more from EB's side than anything else. Like, does he want to go through all that shit? Yeah. Just to have to come back to Boulder where he should be a legend to deal with, you know. It, I guess if you want to look at it that way, though, it would be kind of a full circle type of thing. Yeah. To get yes. back and see you's good graces with Coach Prime, like the actual resurgence of this program finally. Like Coach Shadour in his final year. Yeah. I mean, look, man, I I can sell I can sell that story. Right. I can sell that story for sure. I can turn that around. Um but yeah, I mean, just something worth worth considering. Uh Shamari's checking in with the super chat. Says thanks for the Onyx Let's birthday go. shout out. Let's go. No problem. Yeah. Shout out to Onyx, man. Thank, Thank you guys you. for reaching out. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Thanks for watching the show. Yeah. That was cool. All right. That was a fun show though, man. It's always entertaining. The never coaching stops. carousel for for content purposes might be the best part of the football season. Oh, it's great. It's the best. So good. I love, love, love a good coaching carousel. And it's just getting started. Um, again, we'll be talking about this move probably all off season and the ramifications that it has. So stay tuned here.
Angelo with the great comment, though. The reason kids were going to Babin was Sabin. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the beautiful Tuscaloosa Sea. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's Coach Sabin, guys. Yeah. yeah. Yep. For sure. Shit, do we go to the Senior Bowl just to see Saban one last time? No, no, the, off top, I guess a little off topic. But the weirdest thing about the Senior Bowl is the fans that show up like in Alabama gear to like cheer on their players in the Senior Bowl. And send off the are, boys one more time. It's like, bro. Those guys are the best. They're often <laughs> tailgating in the lot. Yes, and they'll hook you up. It's crazy. They'll hook you up with a glizzy. Like those guys. Hall of Famers. Honestly, like... You might want to get one of those guys to coach the staff. That <laughs> might be the way to go in Bama, like true Bama fashion. There right you there. go. Why can't the show be two hours long? Uh, because then this happens and we have nothing to talk yeah, about. And yeah. then we're just kind of shooting the shit for a few minutes. But tell your friends, you know, download the podcast and we might have enough advertisers soon enough to where that's going to happen. So, you know. Shouting it from the rooftops, you know? I don't want to say exactly what RK has been planning, but he's been planning pretty much a long, long stream. Um, who knows when this happens, but... No one, like, even consulted me for approval. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't, like, announce it or anything. <laughs> Alyssa, yeah, like, here, here, that, Alyssa? Here, here. Like, yeah, me too. Uh, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> oh man, so true. So stay tuned. Stay it's tuned, gonna yeah. be good times. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Um, RK, I think will be back as well. Oh yeah, Sco Buffs, yeah, baby. Two of these. Sco Buffs. Like the mayor.